Hi, I'm Stephanie Wainwright. I'm a wife, a mom, a business owner, and my life is chaotic all the time. So I created this podcast to help you find the funny, the good, while navigating through the chaos. This is Chaotic Compass Podcast. Okay, guys. All right. So I have this new setup. It's not a new mic. So if you're listening to just the audio um, wherever you get your podcast, obviously it's not going to sound different. But remember, I like a while ago, I was like, oh my gosh, it would be so awesome if I could just figure out how to get my videos from my phone onto YouTube. Guess what? Your girl figured it out. Thank God for Riverside.fm. I think that's, yeah, Riverside.fm. Um, I found them through, I'm not even for sure who, but they, if you are anybody that has to do with any kind of video editing or you do Zoom meetings and then you got to edit it to post it to wherever, oh my gosh, this is it. So I am looking forward to using this software. I kind of did a couple of test runs earlier and then apparently my computer had an update and then it ruined it all. So it took me a hot minute to get it together. So I'm sweating. It has taken me now, what time is it? Let's see, 45 minutes. (laughs) I am tech savvy, but God bless America. This shit pisses me off sometimes. Anywho, we are here. We are here this evening. Yes. Thank you. Okay. We're just going to go ahead and get into it because Stephanie needs a cold drink to do this one. Oh, the topic of conversation this evening is even more funnier. Um, More funnier? Wow. Let's uh, get some English, (laughs) some grammar up in here. Thank God for Grammarly as well. Woo! Right into the mic, little crackety crack. Mm-mm-mm. You guys, I am here for this. So it's October, and your girl is still holding on to summer. If you don't know, let me make sure. Yes. Okay. It's going to take me a hot minute to trust the system, trust the process. Okay. Sandbar, Sly Clyde, Raspberry Lemon. It is my summer jam. I had gotten a case of it because this past weekend um, I took uh, Ryan and I's couple best friend. We all went down to Ocracoke for one kind of celebrating her 50th and Ryan and I's anniversary was yesterday, not yesterday, the day before yesterday. And so we kind of just went down to Ocracoke for a couple of days to celebrate. So and I've got a case of this. They still had it. Sly Clyde is my jam. If you don't know, <laughs> ciders are my thing. I sip. Oop, I'm going to knock the mic. I sip and I bitch and I talk about all the things. Tonight, I'm sipping and bitching with Sly Clyde, one of my favoriteest places in the world. It is in Phoebus, which is in Hampton, Virginia. Check them out. Sly Clyde. Mm-mm-mm. And it's nice and cold. Okay. Tonight's topic, you guys. (laughs) Ironically. Um, Perfectionist. Um, Let's get into this. Stephanie, your girl here. If you don't know me, 
Uh, hi, I am a Scorpio. I love to take long walks on the beach. I um, am a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a business owner. Wow. I'm a business owner. I've got a lot of things going on. It is chaotic all the time, as you've heard in my intro. And I'm a perfectionist. And I'm trying to figure out how to not be. The other thing that I'm super perfectionist about is trying to hold the people that are around me being perfectionist as well. My kids, my husband, my employees, everything has to be perfect. And I literally uh, just come to the realization that I have to figure out how to stop doing that because it's a source of massive contention in my life. I talk about things that I'm working through doesn't necessarily mean that I've worked through it, but these are the things that I research and Google at 2 a.m. because I'm tired and exhausted and trying to figure out a better way to live my life. I'm always trying to be better. I am a person that wants to learn from my mistakes and be better. So your girl's a perfectionist, but we're working through it. This is rehab as like live, live rehab of how to undo the perfectionist. Being a perfectionist doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing when it starts. I think it was like, it's not all bad, but if it's a negative impact in your life, well, it's a source of contention. I am constantly on my husband, constantly on my kids trying to, you know, just even with this podcast. Even with the 45 minutes that it took me to set this up and my face is on fire. And now that I know that I can get this to work, your girl's going to have to start doing hair and makeup. So if you want to actually see it, YouTube once a week, full episodes. (laughs) It's going to be great, guys. It's going to be great. So perfectionism. We are navigating where perfectionism come from, comes from and how to potentially stop it. So the definition of perfectionism, um, refusing to accept any standard short of perfection. Uh, yeah. Um, example, this podcast, for sure. I took a long time to start this damn thing. I got in the idea, me and my best friend he um he and i have talked about that for years um at least 5 years and then i finally was like okay i'm going to get it started and this is what i'm going to do and then um I had it started i was waiting for him um kind of because he had moved to another state and so it was a little bit more logistical And so I was like, all right, I'll just go ahead and start it. And then um, you can kind of be a guest. And then once we kind of get it more consistently, you can, uh, we'll just rebrand it into what we want it to be. Because I was like, we just need to start. And then he passed away. So (laughs) uh, as heartbreaking as that was, it was truly a life lesson of don't wait. Don't wait. Because you have no idea, um, (laughs) I'm going to get into that. I'm getting ahead of myself and I'm getting already teary-eyed. So let's, um, (laughs) Mm. all right. Okay. 
perfectionism. <sighs> me, this podcast, how long it took me to start this, how every time that I listen to myself um, when I'm editing, how I have a hard time, I'm like, wow, if I would have said this a little bit differently, or let me figure out a different cadence, or but each week I'm like, okay, this is what I learned from last one. Just post that episode, and then this week we're gonna do it a little bit differently and do it a little bit differently. And so that's what I've learned. Keep going. And I I recently saw with my son the perfectionism. He's started soccer, um, and with soccer he. After every game, even if his team has won, he is super hard on himself. Um, and that's that's hard to to watch, especially with kids, because um, you know when when you're a little kid and you're doing it to yourself, it's like you really wish that you had somebody to be like, "Wow, okay, let's focus on, you know, let's look at the positive attributes and stuff." And it's like. I don't want to necessarily do that because I want to hold space for, you know, how he's feeling. But at the same time, I don't want it to fester and think that he has to put himself on, you know, this pedestal of I have to play every game perfectly. I'm not allowed to miss a ball. He's never done a soccer league ever. So these are just two examples of perfectionism. Where does it come from? Um, there's a there's a lot of stigma around it that it's uh directly related to mental health and it actually is a symptom of mental health and not necessarily a mental health problem like OCD perfectionism is a symptom of uh you know that mental health disorder but it doesn't necessarily mean that perfectionist if you are a perfectionist it doesn't mean that you have a mental health disorder so a big one, and this is your girl again. And this is why I dive into it, because literally all of these things are me to a T. Even when I dive into each one of it, I'm like, wow, okay, and that's me, that's me, that's me. Okay, so it's like, how many blocks are we going to take off here before you're actually going to do something about this stuff? Like, So, control issues. I have major control issues. Your girl has a hard time even just sitting in the passenger seat. Because it's like, I don't have my foot on the gas or the the brake. I have a hard time with letting the kids learn how to do the dishes, even though I'm like, wow, I need a break from all of the chores. But then they don't load the dishwasher the way that I would. And even though I've gone over it, hey, this is where don't put plastic shit on the bottom or it's going to melt. Guess what I did last night? guess what I did last night. So, control issues. Whew. The other one, and this is definitely me to a T, um, fear of judgment um, or dis- disapproval from others. This stems from my childhood. Um, my mom was very, she still to this day, and still does it to even to me and my kids to this day. She is like, it has to be a certain way and this is the way it's supposed to be. And that's why I never learned how to cook in the kitchen with her because it's like, yes, the answer is four, but there are several ways to get to four. You could do two plus two, you could do one plus three, just because you're two plus two doesn't mean my one plus three is wrong. And so 
it's like I have a hard time with seeing a better way to do it, but then not being heard of the better way to do it. So that's why I have a hard time with my mother. <laughs> so, but unreal, unrealistic high expectations from a um, a parent or a guardian or somebody that was influential in your life as a child, that can lead to perfectionism. Where my son gets it from, I'm not 100% sure because, like, maybe he learns it from me, you know, as far as how, yeah, never mind, we're not even, okay. So, fear of judgment, disapproval from others. It could have been from a uh, a parent growing up, from their unrealistic high expectations. So, what does it look like? You know, it's a perfectionist is going to be all or nothing. They're all or nothing thinking. Like, you have to be, it, you're doing exactly right or... You're not even close. Like the example of with this podcast, it's like forever I had a hard time getting it started because I was like, well, what if the sound quality sounds like shit? And it's like, okay, if you go back to my first episodes, I was literally recording with my phone in the closet. I'm not to the level of awesomeness, but it's a heck of a lot better. And this is what I've got to work with. And I'm, I'm very proud of where I've come. And so, um, Having lofty goals and then being almost perfect is a failure. Almost perfect isn't perfect, then therefore it's a failure and a perfectionist dies. And that's hard to read, but for me, in some aspects, that is true. Especially right now with our businesses, I have set, excuse me, well, let me just burp right in the, um, the microphone. With our business, I have set some really lofty goals and I didn't meet them. Uh, it was very audacious compared to where we have been in the past three years or three seasons that have been a part of it. So to see it go from last year to this year, I should be proud, but it isn't the exact goal that I had. And so I really beat myself up. Um, and so I have to take a hard look at me and be like, wow, what the heck? Let's let's work on that. You should be proud of where we came from last year to this year. Um, another example is you're highly critical. Um, you're either highly critical of yourself or you're highly critical of others. Either way. And then the difference between perfectionism or a perfectionist and a high achiever, a high achiever takes pride. And that's what I'm trying to figure out how to take pride in the things that I'm doing, even if it's just close. I should be proud of the things that I've accomplished. With a perfectionist, it's spotting all of the mistakes along the way, even if you made your goal, even if you achieve the thing that you wanted to achieve, you are looking at all of the things along the way. Um, I, I know that I do that, but a lot of it is not necessarily being self-critical. It's looking at it and trying to improve. Um, sometimes it comes into self-critical when it's like I didn't make that goal and not even close. So I, I really beat myself up. Um, Another thing I read in this article was 
the fear of failure is a, a, a leading cause of being a perfectionist. Now, that is definitely an attribute of this, um, of my podcast. When I was trying to conjure up the courage to do it, the everything that was looming over top of my head was, well, what if it sucks and nobody listens? And so I had to readjust my why. I do this podcast even if zero people listen to it. This, I mean, besides for the, the some of the equipment that I purchased, besides for the time, it doesn't cost me anything. So I need to be, you know, I had to take a hard look at that and it's like, okay, so what if zero people listen to it? So what? It's not the end of your world, Stephanie, you know, and you could keep doing it and keep putting it out there and it didn't be what it be. So I, I had to figure out my why more than anything here. It's like, am I recording this to get followers? No, that is that is not even the reason I'm doing this because it's my therapy, because it is my outlet to the things that I'm working through in my life. So, and if I get at least just one person to listen to what I'm doing and 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 gain something from it, then I should be proud of that. And even if I don't even know about that one person and gaining anything from it, it's like I just have that mentality in my head of like, okay, I'm reaching out there. I'm putting my words out there for a purpose of reaching that one person that needs solidarity, that needs a person to speak a truth and feel not alone in that situation. So I've talked about so many things on this freaking podcast. You can go, this is what, episode 78? You can go back and look and I've talked about, uh, you know, suicide and dealing with co-parenting and you know being married again and being divorced and date nights I've talked about it all and so I mean not all of the things but a lot of freaking stuff and so I have to stop being afraid of failing and be more afraid of not trying at all because I don't want to be on my deathbed and be like wow I really wish that I would have done that and so this is why I do what I do. <laughs> um, and to help, you know, that one person in the back that potentially might get something from it. Um, so the things that I have been trying to work on with this. Um, and it, And I was looking at the examples. It was like... To try to find an environment where you feel accepted. And it's like, besides for my mom, my my husband is very supporting. You know, he he is very supportive and really tries to help me see, the, to, to be that devil's advocate. And sometimes it can be the negative devil's advocate. But a lot of the times it is that positive of, hey, look, you gave it all you could. You need to be proud of how far you have come. And it's like, my tiny brain is like, yes, I hear you. But at the same time, 
I suck. <laughs> um, you know, it's really hard to let go and rewire your brain from the negative attributes, but you have to be able to surround yourself with the positive um, environment to start off with. So if you are surrounded by a bunch of negative shit, that's not gonna, you're literally up an uphill climb. So you've got to get rid of the negative before you can do anything. Um, positive self-talk. <laughs> There's this little cute clip of this girl that's like standing on the counter in the bathroom that's like staring at herself in the mirror. And she's like, you know, you're beautiful and you are smart. And it's like, I have to keep that like childlike mentality in my brain every time I look at myself in the mirror because you instantly, I don't know about you, but for me, instantly, as soon as I look in the mirror, I'm like, whoa, there is another line. You got some baggy eyes. Uh, let, let's get some dark circle. What are we even doing here? What happened to your hair? We got some, you know, extra poundage today. You know, like, and you just pick apart, you chip away. And this is just waking up. This is, you, you haven't even talked to a single soul. <laughs> And so if you're starting off the day with that, anybody, if you're tearing yourself down, anybody can do that. So you have to start with self-talk that's positive. That takes a while to rewire too. All of these things, it's like none of it's going to be quick. So you have to have grace and patience as well. And that's funny coming from my face. Um, stop comparing yourself. Um, especially, this is a big one, especially with social media, because it's like, okay, so you are, want to be, uh, I always take a runner because it's like the most audacious thing I could think of because I'm not a runner. I don't run. I do not do that. If you see me running, there is a problem. Um, I take running as like that. Okay, so it is an example. If you are following all of these runners on social media and you're like, wow, I could never be that. How long did it take them to get there? They didn't just start running yesterday and be awesome today. Even if they did, that they still had a day ahead of you to be awesome. So, and nobody's going to post, not a lot of people, which is, just, this is the more fucked up thing. Not a lot of people post the bad things, the bad days, the hard times, the hard subjects. They don't talk about the adversity, the uphill climb. You only get the top of the mountain. You're only getting the finish line. You're not getting... At mile three and mile five and mile six. I don't know anything about running. So, but you don't get the in-between from the starting line to the finish line. You're only seeing the end result. So you can't compare your start to their current, their finish line, so to speak. Because that's, you're never going to start. You're never going to take your foot off of the starting line because you're already comparing so hard to somebody's hard work to get there. Just start. Just take a step. Even if you're walking, it's like the fear of failure 
has crept in so hard that you don't even want to try. If we had the fear of failure for everything, we would have never taken our first steps. So somewhere along the line, and whether it be your parents for good intentions, but negative, you know, reinforcement in your brain, you've learned somewhere along the line that being safe is better. And it's like, that's not necessarily the case because it's like, how many times have we heard about people driving to work and then getting in a car accident? Every day they drive the same route. Yeah, they got in a car. Like, I literally, this is horrible, but I'm going to put this out there. There was this this family, like mom, dad, and a couple of kids. I don't know how many kids were in this freaking SUV. A car got an accident on the, like, going the opposite direction on interstate. The wheel popped off and came over and crashed into their car and killed the fucking mom. And yet I still get on interstate. (laughs) The probability factor of that happening is pretty low, but it's not zero. And rest in peace, that poor family, pray for them. Like that is, I can't imagine (laughs) the horrific things that that family is going to have to get through because of this one tragic thing but it's it shouldn't stop and it won't stop because you still you have cars on interstate it's not it shouldn't stop you being safe staying here you know in your comfort zone is not necessarily safe. It's just what your brain is telling you because it thinks it's what's best for you. So if you take a step and you're like, hey, brain, we're good. Take another step. Hey, we're fine. You know, just keep showing, keep reinforcing your brain. And there might be shit that comes along and just sideswipes you, but you just got to keep pushing through. And it's funny I say that because if you go back a couple of episodes, because I am keep being haunted by 123s and 321s, and apparently that means you have to keep pushing through. So, the irony, the <laughs> irony is so hard. But, I don't know. Where are we at? Okay. <sighs> I think I made it through. I think I made it through with this episode. So, recap. Keep your shit together. No, <laughs> no. It basically, you know, we've got to figure out why. And you don't really necessarily have to figure out why you're doing what you're doing, but you actually just have to notice that you're doing the perfectionistic things. And if you are and you want to be better, you don't want to be that person, that's your first step. That's your baby step. And, and then going to figuring out, okay, all right, how do I not be this person as much? And it could very well be that you are the perfectionist in the family and that's how everybody functions. And it's like, if you see behind me, all of my calendars and all of my things, um, there's a certain level of organization and perfectionism that is needed for this family because not a motherfucker in this house can do it. Uh, Maybe my daughter, but that's about it. Everybody else is a free bird and they could give two shits. But organization and perfectionism is sometimes needed. 
to the level of the some of the things that I'm doing not necessarily and so I need to take it down to tick and be a little bit more graceful with my family and have patience with me while I kind of unwire some of the things. I say this so when I keep talking about me if this is you cool and again a lot of these episodes I talk and it's me trying to navigate through something and if this resonates with you cool if it doesn't cool too take what you can leave what you know take what you know resonates and leave what doesn't because I don't want you to take everything and be like well Stephanie said and it's like Stephanie is a chick on the internet okay the interweb is full of a bunch of shit I I'm just a person, just like you, just like me. And so you got to figure out what works best for you. And that's what I'm trying to do with my family, trying to figure out what works best for us. It is a uphill challenge on a daily basis. But anyways, I made it through. I think I did it. I think I got it. So we're going to see if this uh, posts correctly. And um, But I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, have a great night. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I appreciate all of your love and support. If you really love today's episode, you should subscribe. And if you subscribe, then you get notifications of when my next episode launches. So another way to be super awesome would be to leave a rating and review or recommend it to your friends and family. If you're wicked awesome, you've already done all three. Another way to keep up with me and my crazy family is check out my website at chaoticcompass.com and I do blog and other stuff there. So I appreciate everything for you guys. I do this for you. So keep it up because the more you subscribe, the more I do.